0: card games TV one podcast I'm trying to do some uh, a live video podcast as well as you know obviously just the audio version so new card game one piece card game not much information out there right now you know we just got some of the rules so we got a basic idea of uh, how the game is gonna play what we can do can't do in the game right um, it's a lot like dragon ball super with some force of will elements to it so there's a lot of similarities to dragon ball super so it'll be easier for those who play dragon ball super to be able to play this game uh, you will need you know uh, up to four cards you know per each you know card that you want to play in your deck uh, 50 card deck plus the leader so, yeah, and obviously start off with a leader, which is nice. And um, you won't be using your cards as mana source like in Dragon Ball Super. You'll be using uh, what's called dawn cards. And those will be your mana source resources that you use to pay for the cards you're going to play. Then there's three different types of cards. There's the character cards, which are essentially like battle cards, stuff you could attack with. You got your um, event cards, which I guess they're like uh, like extra cards or something like that, right? And then you got your stage cards. Um, don't know what they do specifically. They might be like field cards like in Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, or enchantments. They could be enchantment cards or something. We'll see what they, you know, later on do. Um, so, there's, you know, obviously there's resources... Out there, that you can go. Um, there's, you know, you can go to fi- follow their official uh, website, you know, and find their official YouTube and their official f- uh, Facebook page. There are some Facebook groups you can join, of course, where you can, you know, talk to other people who are also interested in the game and learn more about the game. One of the things I, you know, tend to try to do, you know, but sp- you know, when I get into a new game, oh, no, well what I tend to do when I get into a game period is I try to transfer all my experience and knowledge from other card games and bring them over. So That's why I was mentioning the fact that this game is a lot like Dragon Ball Super and Dragon Ball Super is a lot like Duel Masters, the original game that this was, uh, you know, the mechanics were based off of. That's the reason why we take cards that we normally would play in the game and just put them upside down into our energy area and use them as energy because that, that came from do masters and the idea of just using stuff to pay for stuff came from magic and the list goes on and on right card game history but um but we were trying to but uh the thing is is like yeah that's not not always been a popular thing you know to have stuff in your deck dedicated just for the purpose of being used as uh, resources now we're used to it but it's the is at the same time it's the fact that like most players you know do prefer, like, we're not against the idea of paying to play certain cards, like, you know, the whole resource management system. It's just the fact that our, the cards we could play being resources uh, tend to be an issue. Like, it's okay if it was an option, right, that you could uh, use them as resources, right? But it's the fact that it's part of the game mechanics where you have to use them as resources. Like, you have to play... card as resource or you won't have a resource right? you won't have energy or mana whatever you want to call it or dawn right if you don't sacrifice a good playable card just to get that resource to use to play cards so giving up cards to play cards tends to not be that popular but people you know still like playing game you know these card games regardless Um, but what's cool about this game is that a lot like Force of Will where they were like, you know what, we don't want the lands or the, uh, resource or the energy, you know, cards to be inside, you know, to be in the main deck. Let's put it in its own separate deck. So this has a Dawn, uh, area. So it has a separate Dawn deck specifically for this resource, which is nice. Always been a fan of that. Always wanted magic to, um, incorporate that into its, uh, into its game. But it's been so many years and they haven't done it. It's been twenty plus years and they haven't, you know, changed that up. They they could. They so absolutely could. I doubt it'll affect too many cards. Like there's probably cards a couple cards that says, you know, you gotta get a land specifically from your, you know, library specifically as versus versus, you know, a deck, right? or they you know they go we just change the wording where it's like you know you know your mana deck or mana library is you know counts as a library it's just a separate library, so but it still counts towards libraries so it still counts towards any effect that says go grab a land from your library or your deck or something like that right anyway so i take a lot of my knowledge and experience from other card games and transfer it over makes it easier to, you know pick up the game get good at the game and just from even seeing just even seeing from this image that I'm looking at off to my side we can always you know I'm like yeah it wouldn't be that hard for me to you know, pick up this game and get used to it and play it you know it's pretty simple you know I'm used to you know this you know method of playing already so it would be easy for me to get into this game. So it'd be easy to you know, build decks and stuff like that. I do enjoy Dragon Ball Super. You know, It's really fun. Uh, but I've already done so much with it already in the past four years. So it's like, yeah, I'd like to try something different. You know, something, you know, different IP, right? And try something different, you know, a different way of playing. Because, you know, card games are card games, right? That's why I play multiple different types of card games. There's some players out there that just love the idea of, like, no, my card game is better than the other card game, blah, 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 you know. There's always a rivalry, which is, you know, unnecessary, but it is, out, it is a thing. You know, there's people out there that just, you know, I, I guess I use the term it elitist. They're like, oh, no, this is the best way of playing card games. This is the best game ever, blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, for you, but not necessary for everybody. And you know, card games in general are card games, which is why I'm pointing out that fact that I take my experience and knowledge from one game and transfer over to another game, because card all card games are pretty much the same. Every card game is going to have an aggro deck, you know, a mid range, a control deck, a meld deck, a burn deck, the you know, a ramp deck, and the list goes on and on of the different types of, uh, you know, types of uh, plays and strategies and game, you know, and decks you could build, there's going to be a preset uh, method strategy, right? It's gonna tempt us as a word. It's like, okay, this is how you play aggro, this is how you play mid range, this is how you play control. You know, we have terms that we use from other card games that we transfer them over because, you know, like I said, a lot of similarities. Like, oh, this card game has a mechanic that's just like another card game that I already played. So this gives most people who have played a lot of other card games an advantage. You know, and people who are fans of card games or typically do bounce around playing other card games like myself. That's why, you know, I'm card games TV, right? Not just, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh TV or Dragon Ball Super TV or just like, you know, card games in general. Because I like card games in general. I like to build decks, play decks, of course, right, play the games, and then, you know, match them, you know? get understand the core of the game, you know, obviously figuring out how to win consistently, which is very popular, obviously, right, for competitive players. Uh, casual players, you know, teach them. They, they like to win, of course, but sometimes they just like to have fun, so even, you know, losing a lot is fun for them. Teach them. But, I, you know, I'm always trying to find, you know, the OTKs and the FTKs and, you know, combos. I'm always trying to find, you know, the, the, the the things that aren't obvious, that aren't pre made, things that even the creators of the game didn't even think about. You know, there was, there was a time that it was like, oh, there's no OTK in Dragon Ball Super. And it's like, oh, that's incorrect. <laughs> there is a combination of cards you can use that can potentially OTK on certain turns, whether it be turn three, turn four. There are combos. It's just a matter of figuring out those combos and then, of course, sharing the information so the more people know about it. Which is what I tend to do. Share that information. Uh, but ironically, I don't get the credit that I, that I deserve. In fact, I'm the one that put in the effort to figure it out and then shared it. Right, Nobody else was sharing it. I know that for a fact. Because I, I look to see if anybody else already figured it out. You know, already figured out something. You know, I do go like on, on YouTube, right? And type up, you know, let's say, you know, Dragon Ball Super OTK or OTK deck. Right, and just put that. That's all I need to put, and I should see some results, right? Results that says OTK or FTK, you know. Obviously, deck as in deck profiles, and Dragon Ball Super, the you know, the card game, right? So just by typing that up, I should see a whole bunch of results of players. I mean, of, of you know, of videos of like, oh yeah, OTK, OTK. But then I don't. So then I'm like, okay, I guess people are. Not trying to find OTKs or FTKs in the game. They're just fine playing the game at the most basic level. All right. Well, I like to find and do what no one else is doing, you know. So, you know, break the rules as the word. So, i try to find them. Just like in most card games that I've played, I, especially games that we, we had to pay energy to play cards, I tend to try to find car, uh, cards that, uh, uh, yeah, try to find cards that are easy either easy to play or free free plays right um, I did that in magic with a whole lot of zero cost artifacts and affinity for artifacts and that was a thing um, of course I'm not the only one that did it but you know I definitely was one of the people that was definitely looking into a lot of stuff you could play for free and then just put it all into one deck and the idea of playing less lands in a deck um, so that's something I did and then, when I played other card games, I try to find the same kind of stuff. In Duel Masters, which, you know, Dragon Ball Super is largely uh, inspired by, they, they have a mechanic called Shield Triggers, which means, uh, you know, you'll have cards in your life area, right? And then when you take damage, you, you add the card from your life to your hand, just like Dragon Ball Super, right? The difference is is that they actually, a lot of these cards have what's called a Shield Trigger. Whenever, you, you know, the cards added to your hand from your life, right, from your shield area, you get an effect so we take advantage of that right um, because some of the shield trigger cards were were uh, creatures essentially battle cards right so we get to play them for free so I'm filling up a deck with a whole bunch of battle cards that have shield triggers and other cards like you know extra cards like sorceries instance you know, card you know spells basically that have also shield triggers, so that way whenever your opponent is dealing you damage you're playing stuff for free which gives you free advantage right free 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 and you know i went with that route and they had stuff like haste or rush or whatever they had effects that states you can attack in the same time you have because some card games don't let you attack with a creature or battle card whatever right and the turn in which you play it uh the Duel masters had that had the whole summon sickness concept just like magic does so you needed a, a mechanic that says you can attack the same turn in which you played this card, right? But if you played, you know, the shield trigger strategy like I did, um, since all your battle, all your creatures were being played on your opponent's turn every time your opponent those your damage, it made it easier for you to attack them. Now, Interestingly enough, I played another card game. You know, obviously, I played Dragon Super, but Digimon card game also came out, and that was also another game you could play, and. They started creating. Um, well, they, they have the shield trigger mechanic in the game as well. You know the what they call security security trigger or something like that, right? So they have the security effects. So when you deal damage, flip the card over, and you trigger the card. You know, as in play it for free. And then they created a, um, Digimon instead, um, that that had security effects, security Digimons. So then of course I. Obviously, was gonna grab those cards and put them into a deck, and made multiple decks using that strategy. So whenever I take damage, I get all these free uh, Digimons that I can attack my opponent with and deal them damage. But because when I deal them damage, they don't get to play stuff for free because they're not playing the same strategy I am. Obviously, I'll have the advantage. And the most important thing is trying to get my opponent's death, life points down to zero. So I'm always trying to find ways to, you know, win the game. Right, get you know, play the game as quickly as possible, faster than my opponent can. And do things that most other people aren't doing so i'm always looking for free so if so if, if the creators in the card game created free stuff stuff i could play for free or or like a mechanic that i can take you know i could take advantage of and exploit and use as my advantage, then i will and after a while a long while sometimes it takes like years <laughs> that's crazy right for other people to catch on even though i do put the information out there so It's not like people can't it's not like you know my ideas are not available I clearly make them available you know Facebook groups uh, you know Twitter uh, YouTube obviously my youtube channel so I put the information out there so people have access to it and I get a lot of views on a lot of my videos so the information is out there and then all it really takes is just a couple people to see my videos get the information and then share the information with other people you know Use the information, because at some point somebody's going to use one of my ideas, right? And somebody's going to somebody else is going to see it, and they they're going to copy and copy and copy, and there's going to be a whole bunch of copying. Especially net is a, a really common thing that it, you know has been happening for the past 10 plus years. You know, especially with the advent of you know the internet. You know, the idea of net tech, you, know, you know, obviously is a common thing. So, you know, ideas will be shared and spread. But what's unfortunate is a lot of times the, um, you know, the source where the information came from tends to be obscured sometimes. So I tend to not get a lot of the credit that I rightfully deserve, but whatever. My whole goal is to put information out there to have a positive influence on in the game, to make the game more fun, more challenging, um, because I don't, you know, it, for me it's very boring if I'm the only one that has this knowledge and this information, you know, this these advantages because of knowledge, you know, right? Knowledge is power and then no one else has. So everybody else is playing at a much lower level than that I'm capable of playing because I keep, you know, trying to evolve and try to keep improving in whatever game I play, you know, master it, however you wanna call it, while everybody else is still playing at a much lower novice or beginner or amateur level. You know, it'll be boring because it's like well damn all my opponents are not as good as me so you know, not that much fun it's more fun when yeah there's a challenge where it's like okay everybody's doing different things and trying different things that's good I like when people are experimenting and trying things but with the advent of net deck and it tends to get in the way the most people try not to experiment and they just want to play what's the best want to play what works <laughs> not realizing there's tons of things that works and a lot of things work way better than the stuff that quote unquote works but it's just because it's just easier more convenient to just use what everybody else is using to follow you know certain uh, trends than to actually you know be unique and do things differently I'm not going to go into a whole game theory thing just you know wanted to point out the fact that like um, for some people this game will probably be the first time they played a card game, so they're not going to have right off the bat the 20 plus years of card game experience that I have. But because I do share my experience and I'm, you know, learning this game, and you know, when we get more stuff, you know, I will post um, information about this game, you know, deck profiles, obviously, stuff like that, maybe even game plays, we'll see how that goes. And that will be helpful, obviously, right, to the community, to to new players, to old players, you know all this information because even veteran players of let's say you know uh, let's say of One Piece for example you know after a couple of, you know, months and years of people playing it even they can still learn a thing or two you know because either they probably played just one card game other than this game and I played many so I will have way more knowledge and experience than they do that I can share right and help them improve, get them to a level that's higher than they currently have. Right? Because there is a difference between, you know, being good at chess and being a grandmaster, right? You know what I mean? There's novice, right? There's expert, there's master, but then there's grandmaster. Right? So... And then there's AI computers that's just virtually unbeatable. Right? There's that level. Right? Perfect job. But you get the point, it's like, just different levels so some people are just complacent with you know mediocre mid range level you know experience mid-range you know level of playing the game While some like to excel and go beyond you know. like myself I definitely like to go beyond I like to go I try to get to my final form whatever I do so it's definitely gonna be interesting to see what happens in this game what they do to it um, so far we got four colors we got red blue green and purple so we'll see what the, what those have in store I'm assuming red is aggro um, green is probably some form of ramp possibly um, blue control you know counters that kind of stuff the ability to stop your opponent from you know doing stuff and um, purple you know probably uh, depends if, if it it's kind of like darkness or something, like it represents darkness, so probably have a lot of kill spells or something like that. Um, hopefully, you know, it's very, a very defensive color, because I'm partial to the color black and uh, the color blue. So, those are the colors I'll be interested in. But I wouldn't be surprised that I play, like, red. Uh, a lot of red decks. I make a lot of red decks, because, you know, it's more likely to be aggro. And depending on how the game plays, and if it plays a lot like Dragon Ball Super, Yeah, I'm going to be leaning towards red when it comes to, you know, competitive play. Um, For more, you know, casual or just more of my play style, more of my preference, then, you know, obviously I'll be playing more of a defensive strategy, a little bit more controlling, but we'll see. If it leans a little bit more towards magic, I won't be surprised that I have more of a blue-black type of build, or maybe a little bit more blue i do you know counter and stuff like that you'll see it just depends you know but from what i see so far with the whole eight life possibility i think you, you it's like dragon ball super we have eight life so then i'm going to obviously you know you have to start with a leader so the same for this game goes from dragon ball super which is first four damage usually it's the easiest the next two requires a little effort in the last two Tends to be the hardest, so we'll see if this game follows that same uh, pattern, the same concept, the same rule. Um, you know, I mean that's what I figured out in you know, Dragon Ball Super that the game, you know, is essentially that's that that's simple, that straightforward, and I apply that to all my decks, and you know that's how I gauge the the skill level. The, the, the effectiveness of the decks. If I build a deck and, and and in four turns I only dealt one damage, then clearly the deck was built wrong. There's something wrong. I mean, first four damage in Dragon Ball Super, like I said, is the easiest. Even if I built the deck wrong, I should still be able to do four damage, right? That was the whole idea. It's like that's why I said four da- The first four damage is the easiest because it should be. Right? This, uh, no matter no matter what deck I play, no matter what deck I see other people play. Cause I see other players playing. Even though it takes them four turns to do four damage, typically they still dealt four damage. So it shows that four damage, even with a deck that's not super awesome, super fast, super optimal, whatever, can still deal four damage. So even as a bad player, whether you're good at the game or bad at the game, you can do the four four damage. You know, not you know, relatively easy. Or at least you're guaranteed to do four damage in the game, and then it's just a matter of you know trying to deal the last four, right? Um, for me, I got to the point where you know I could do seven damage with very little effort, you know. So, so I'm trying to get to the doing eight damage with very little effort. <laughs> That'd be my final form, and I'll be pretty much complete with that uh, when it comes to you know skill skill level. The only other thing besides that would be to play competitively, right? You know, go to tournaments, Top and stuff like that, and then that's it. And then, you know, I would have completed my journey in the card game. And then the same will go for this card game, you know, versus, you know, learning the rules, then learning, you know, how to, you know, build decks, how to maximize them and you know, optimize them. You know, and for me, simplicity is the best. I prefer to try to make the deck as simple as possible, just like how was talking about... In Duel Masters, just like in Digimon, I was going with the whole shield trigger strategy. The whole idea of, like, my life or my shields or whatever you want to call it, right, is my resource, is how I play. You attack me, I get some. you know, I I play something. You attack me, I play something. You attack me, I play something. And then I use that stuff that I play for free to beat you, to deal you damage. So now, you know, I can take advantage of the fact that I got stuff for free to attack you with I'll play I'll pay for stuff to attack you with so I'm gonna deal you double what you deal me and that's the other uh, you know game theory strategy that I use like in magic and dual masters and you know um, you know in, in most games in general is the idea that uh, I'm always trying to deal my opponent more than they deal me so if my opponent deals me one damage I try to deal them two damage right Um, If they, try, if they you know, deal me two damage, I try to deal them, you know, three to four damage, right? I always try to do more to them than they do to me, so it's like a race. So if I deal them more damage than they do to me, I win. It's not too different, like, when you're playing basketball. Let's say your opponent has a habit of dunking the basket, right, the the ball into the basket, and they get two points for that. But you make a habit of shooting from, like, the free throw line or something like that, or from, you know, further this, like, halfway court or something. And, you know, you're, you're getting three points. So as long as you, you get more three points versus your opponent getting two points every time they're dunking, right? Or doing layups or something, then mathematically, right? That's the whole thing, math, right? Mathematically, you'll reach the final number. Let's say y'all need ten points to win. You'll reach ten before your opponent does. Just like in Dragon Ball Super and One Piece, you know, getting, getting dealing your opponent eight damage before they deal you is important, right? It's You, you win when you deal them the eight before they do you eight. Um so what else not, not not, not much like I said there's not that much um, information out there you know we got a trailer we got groups we got a Facebook page um, you know we got the, the, the manual that was translated so we got an idea um, we're gonna have um, an attack step a blocker step a counter step which is like comboing, basically if i'm right um, there's a damage step obviously once the battle is over um, to determine you know if your opponents take damage or not so we have that type of stuff in there um, there's extra stuff you know on how to activate effects you can pay to activate effects you know there's mechanics so we don't have a lot of the mechanics uh, right now but you know we'll obviously find out more in in the next coming weeks, you know, months. Um, The game's supposed to be released this year, so we'll see. Probably release in summer, so maybe two to three more months from now. It'll probably release. Um, If I'm right, Bandai, you know, yeah, Bandai is the creator of the game, so it will, you know, probably release probably close to summer because they're, I guess, focusing a little bit more on Dragon Ball Super. They got stuff already already in the works, and they're trying to just uh, work, you know, get through that, and then bring out, uh, you know, then bring out a One Piece because they don't want One Piece and Dragon Ball Super to compete, or at least take up their uh, their resources and time. So they're probably going to wait until Dragon Ball Super, uh, you know, ties down, right? You know, slows down, um, and taking, you know, a lot of their time and resources to uh, promote and you know support. Dragon Ball Super and then, you know, put some time and resources into supporting the, Drag you know, the One, one Piece game so that way it doesn't you know, flop right off the bat, right? Um, so far for, for what I see, it looks good. It looks interesting. Um, the basic game mechanics of it, like from what I can see, is like, well, it's a lot like Dragon Ball Super, so you know, the strategies and the, and the win cons, right? The, the goal, as they say, right? The goal is pretty much the same, so it's like, alright, I get it. I understand the understand the goal of the game now I just need uh, the you know the cards and obviously how much you know once the images you know drop online you know spoilers and stuff like that You know I'll start proxying and things like that you know I'll start playing out the game uh, I got a friend he you know, he likes he's interested in the game so hopefully he will play it you know what's unfortunate is that it's hard to get him to play Dragon Ball Super even though we both have decks and we both play the game. As in, we both could play each other. But we, we don't. Well we should. But oh well. That's for another time. But hopefully now, you know, with this new game, we'll, we'll play again. We'll play something, right? And it'll be a lot like Dragon Ball Super. So for me, it'll feel like playing Dragon Ball Super. Just with a different IP. And we'll see... future holds and now I don't know how long this recording is so I guess I'll just end it there because not much else to say since there's not much for the game just had some thoughts just some you know just wanted to point out some things talk about the the game you know the fact that obviously I will be making um, videos for it uh, making decks for the game um, playing the game It'd be interesting, you know, probably be on, on the they'll put it they'll probably put it on untap and we'll see. That'd be kinda cool, especially be able to try it out on untap. I saw that somebody had it on what is it, the the damn, I forgot what is it is, t- tabletop simulator on on Steam. So you can probably look that up and uh, there's probably not that many cards. I just I saw somebody was using it. They probably just put in a couple cards in there just to make their video but there's not a full, obviously a full version of the game on there yet, but something to keep an eye out for in the near future, a couple months from now. Though you know when we get more images of you know, cards, then that somebody will probably just upload a whole bunch of the images to the game, the tabletop simulator, and then you'll be able to actually you know, play it out and try it out because you can play Digimon and for right, my Ball Super on the tabletop simulator from from Steam, so. Um, just like Untap, you could play, you know, um, I think you could play Digimon. If i right, yeah, you could probably play Digimon on uh, Untap. U-N-T-A-P-I... Uh, what? I said it wrong. U-N-T-A-P dot I-N instead of dot com, right? Um, so Untap dot I-N. So you can go there. And, and play different card games, you know, Dragon Ball Super being one of them. You can play Yu Gi Oh! Magic and Pokemon and a lot of other games, but most, most, there, there are some simulator simulators out there you could play instead. Um, I use Edo Pro for Yu Gi Oh! or, and I use MTG Arena, which is an app on the Android store. It should also be on iPhone that I, you know, play Magic on. Uh, Pokemon Online, they got a, a client that you can download to your computer. Um, and for my, I think yeah. I think they also have an app, so you, they have a client for the phone. So you could play uh, Pokemon online on your phone. I Think they have that. Um, I, I rather play on a computer. Um, but yeah, I, ironically, I do play MTG on my phone. It, it is it is definitely uh, phone phone compatible, right? It's, it works really well on there. Um, I haven't played it in a while, but I should try to play, make some gameplays or something been a while I've played it but uh yeah because I've been so focused on uh, playing Dragon Ball Super and among many other things that I do I don't just play card games it's just one of the many things I do and I'm just in the podcast